Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Mystery Woman. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she and Brassy Battalion had just discovered Thomas's erstwhile love. Nev was one of the members of Reginald Billingsley's impervious Zeta Squadron. Quickly, they ferried her back to Aeroquest Dynamics and held her under lock and key. Let's listen in as Dixie searches for answers. I don't like it. And you think I do? Is a most unfortunate turn of events, my friend. Why, well, it's almost enough to make a girl want to punch somebody. Man, this room is pretty cramped with all of us in it. And dark. There's no windows. Oh, what's the matter, Mr. Scalzetti? Scared of wee little me? In your dreams, toots. I ain't never been afraid of no dame. And I ain't about to start now. Oh, I know a few ladies who might change your mind about that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna head to the kitchen. This room ain't big enough for the all of us. And what about the rest of you? Going to abandon dear, dear Thomas? Not on your life. Tommy is one of us and you betrayed him. And that means you betrayed us. The Brassy Battalion sticks together. I will go nowhere. Thomas is my friend. You're all so very kind. Thank you. We're not going anywhere, Tommy. Well, except for Joseph. Don't you be changing the subject. Oh, did did we have a subject? I must have missed it through all the witty banter. How could you do this, Nev? Do what, Thomas, dear? Be part of Zeta Squadron. Work for Scar. Work for the Nazis. Why do you find that so surprising? Why shouldn't I? And here I thought you knew me. Was I wrong? I don't know. Were you? Why so many questions? It's almost like we can't stop asking questions, don't you think? What I want to know is where you came from. Not a question. Good. Well, it's like half a question. Do you people never stop talking? What difference does it make to you? Are we starting the questions up again? Would that make you happy, old man? Enough of this! Answer my question. Well, you didn't have a question. You were the one who made a statement. Oh no, here we go again. Where did you come from? The United Kingdom. Blighty, to be exact. Oh, by the way, Thomas, your mum says hello. My mother? What have you done with her? Nothing at all, I assure you. Although, we did quite enjoy Sunday tea together. Talking about you, often all your grand adventures... I was assigned here as my post. I didn't choose this. No. But you chose to leave me behind. Alone. Didn't you? Not because I wanted to. It's... It's war. It's war, Nev! I felt compelled to do what I could to help. You don't need to tell me it's war. I am more than aware... And soon, so shall all of you be. Zeta Squadron will be coming for me, you can rest assured. And then, you will learn what true fear is. This is getting us nowhere. 
I'd like a few minutes alone with her, please. Oh, goody, Thomas, dear. We have so much catching up to do. Tommy, no! That's exactly what she wants! Give and take, Dixie. Compromise. That's what all relationships are about. Isn't that right, Nev? Well, I wouldn't know. Perhaps you should ask that question of yourself. Da, I think we let Thomas question her in private. If you're sure that's what you want, Tommy. It is. We'll be right outside, if you need us. Be strong, son. If she tries anything, Tommy, and I mean anything, you just holler and we'll come running. I've still got that ray gun doohickey I picked up at the Scar Castle and I could- You do? Cork it, sister! (sighs) Come on, let's give Tommy his privacy. Well now, here we are. Care to drop the indignant act? Act? You can't honestly feel that way. I know you. You know me. What's what's going on? This doesn't make any sense. Thomas, dear. I'm, I'm so sorry. Nev? Talk to me. What... What happened? They, they made me join them. They gave me hours and hours of flight lessons every day. They told me I must help them. They tried to brainwash me with propaganda and filth. Hold on. Slow down. What do you mean they made you? You're one of the fiercest opponents to the Nazis I ever knew. You inspired me to join the service in the first place, and goodness knows my sleeper behind needed that kick in the pants. They told me they knew where you were. That if I didn't cooperate, they'd have you killed. I didn't know what else to do. I did it for you, Thomas. I did it for us. But but, but all those things you said when my friends were in here. But I have to keep my cover. If they know I'm not really part of Scar, word will get out and they'll have you killed. Don't be ridiculous. None of them would ever mention it to anyone. How could word get out? And how could they possibly have me killed? Geist, trust me. She knows of this place, and she knows things about all of you, and she'll have you all killed if I don't fly as part of Zeta Squadron. Oh, Nev. I'm, I'm so sorry. Let me untie you. Oh, hold me, Thomas, please. I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. I just couldn't let them kill you. Hey, Tommy, I just wanted to... As soon as the door opened, Nev reversed Thomas's hold, bending his arm around behind his back and withdrawing a knife from a hidden sheath in her uniform, all in one swift motion, like a cat moving in for the kill. Helen, a handbasket, how did you get loose? Don't move, Dixie, or Thomas dies. Get that knife away from his throat. Nev, wait. You don't have to... Shut off and be quiet, Thomas. I've had quite enough of you. Nev! I thought we disarmed you. (laughs) You'll never catch the Zeta Squadron unawares. We caught them unawares before, and all the original members crashed except for Bill. Yes. Well, never again then. Now get out of my way. Thomas and I are going to walk right out of here, and you're going to let us, or my knife starts to cut into his throat. It's your call, Dixie. And now, a word from our sponsor, Umket Lorutan. The Dixie Stenberg and Brass Battalion Adventure Theater is being interrupted today. Not just to follow the head of programming's orders, but so that you, dear listeners, may understand why this order was given. That's right. We have a most important message to share with you today. 
Howdy and hello, gentlemen. Don't you worry, there's nothing to fear, son. It's Cornelius Robertson's Pearson. Goodness gracious, that's my name. Now, if you folks like me and like to know the reason for things yourself, here's one you surely ought to have. Is it the reason he wears starchy white suits? Try again, chum. Is it the reason he loves his pies? Close, but no cigar. Is it the reason his daughter Esmeralda calls him Mr. Pearson? That's already been revealed. Oh, right. My bad. Uh, tell us, please, Cornelius. Oh, yes, won't you? Oh, yes, I will. This reason is of interest particularly if you're 35, 40, or over. Uh, life insurance? Negatory. Vitamins? Clothes? Oh, what can it be? Won't you tell us, please? Folks, the reason people my age so often put up with common sluggishness is that they really require a different kind of laxative help. Ah, I should have known. Yes, you should have. This is why so many folks just like you, dear listeners, are changing today to that remarkable all-vegetable preparation called Umkit Loritan. All-vegetable? Yes, indeedy, all the way through. Umkit Loritan provides the special kind of aid people over 35 so very often need. Probably from eating too much Umkit Genuine Bovine Sausage Soup. Moderation in all things, friends. Yes, and that's why folks should try Umkit Loritan themselves. Just see if you don't find it wonderfully effective, yet exceptionally mild and gentle. Seeing is believing. And you'll believe when you see. It's gentle, it's soft. Don't use it to treat a cough. Don't be a fool, remember that rule. It's completely different from anything you've ever tried before. And remember this important fact. Umket Loratan is available at all your local drugstores. Yes, but there's more. Umket Loratan is a wonder and you'll praise Uncle Umket for the relief it provides? Yes, but there's more. Umkit Loratan is not a pill, not an oil or liquid. It's a pleasant blend of purely vegetable ingredients which you take plain or with your food. Will wonders never cease? Not as long as Umkit Industries is around, they shan't. You'll say there's nothing like it. So, tonight or tomorrow, ask your druggist for Umkit Loratan. That's L-A-R-U-T-A-N. When you read that name backwards, it spells natural. Try it once and you'll be a big fan of Umcat Loritan. We now return to our program. Let's see where Mr. Joseph Scalzetti got off to when he left the interrogation room. Why, Mr. Scalzetti, I do declare you're making noises that a woman longs to hear. I should say, were anyone to merely hear the sounds from this room, they could very well get the wrong impression. I love you. My dear boy, it seems to be rather anticipatory of you to make such an amorous declaration. I can't get enough. Oh, you flatter me. You sure do know how to make a southern belle feel like a proper lady. I'll take anything you give me. More Master Chowley, then? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) I can't even believe it, Toots. This stuff is like the best food I ever had. Ever. God forgive me, but even mine never cooked like this. Go on. Did you stop for a reason? Yeah. My ma usually has unfortunate timing. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about, sir. Perhaps you're delirious from hunger. Yeah, maybe. Well, there's plenty more, Mr. Scalzetti, and I'd be happy to serve you any time you desire. Now see, 
that's what I'm talking about. You cook and you wear those flattering skirts and heels and you want to serve me and... How peculiar. I'm not expecting any telephone calls. Ah, uh, see, I told you. Annoyed at yet another interruption to yet another meal, Joey stalked over to the phone and ripped the receiver from its cradle. Now look, Ma. Now, is that any way to answer the phone? I taught you proper manners. Ah, come on. Ma. If I could reach you, I'd smack you with my purse. You'd better not be treating other ladies like that. No, but if you can't Ma. Even of course not. Your mother, right? What no, is this world no. coming to? Ma, stop! Ah, jeez. Still famished, Joseph picked up the pan of mastacholi Esmeralda had left on the stove and ate from it as his conversation continued. Oh, why don't you respect me, Joseph? Ah, that's nonsense. What are you talking about? Are you talking with your mouth full? I raised you better than that. What's this all about, Ma? Why don't I have any grandchildren yet? What? And just with who would I be making them? Well, that Dixie sounds like a nice, respectable woman. Ma! Well, there must be someone. I'm not going to live forever, Joseph. You need to make me a grandmother before I'm too old to enjoy it. Well, there's this one dame. I mean, broad. I mean, tomato. I mean, lady. <gasps> oh, my stars, my dreams, they're coming true. Wait until I call and tell Mildred and Eugenia and Beatrice and Beulah. Ah, no. Ma, not the whole neighborhood. Ma! Joseph panicked, frantic with horror at being revealed to his entire home neighborhood as actually having feelings. Ma, how about them Dodgers? How about the guys? Bob Sakamon, Ari Buko. Heard from either of them lately? My Joey's making babies. My Joey's making babies. Ma! As he yelled ever louder to try and regain his mother's attention, Joseph's arms flailed wildly about as he tried to change the topic, and the pan of delectable pasta flew from his grasp. Ma! Oh. Huh? Who? Unbeknownst to Joseph, having no other choice, Dixie had let their prisoner slink from the interrogation room. Nev backed slowly toward the exit to the main hangar, Thomas in tow, and with her knife pressed close to his skin as she passed the kitchen. Oh. Huh? Who? Joey! You just knocked down Nev and saved Thomas! Thank you, my friend. I and the who did what? Supine Salvager! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. So what's your deal, Nev? Nev? Oh, right. She's unconscious. Huh? She ain't the only one I see. Mark Zaracor as Frank McGuff. I might have been upset I wasn't in this episode if not for the great work we were doing outside of this episode while working. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. The heck you say? You've not been doing anything. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. Oh, rest assured, Reginald. We're absolutely, assuredly, authentically working on something. Sure you are. Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. What is that? What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. We're not working on anything, remember? But, 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 
Anyway, back at it. John Solzbach as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. How diggity, my first commercial. He's not always cracked up to be. What is that, son? Sometimes there are robots who make you wear funny hats. Land sakes, that still sounds better than laxatives. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. Yeah, or cake mixes. So about this dame. You mean Nash? Yeah, right. Why is she laying on the floor? Joey, I swear I'm going to smack you right in the kisser. A dame? Get a hit on me? Quit dreaming. Ah, gherkin. I ain't answering. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Well, I'd answer if it was my mum calling from back in Blighty. If she doesn't call you, count your blessings. Ah, she's afraid of phones. Thinks they're full of spirits and spooks. Perry Whittle as Benedict Dedarchenko. Spirits, da, vodka is the one of choice. Come, comrade Galen, we drink. You forget troubles of your traitor girlfriend. But is she? Maybe she isn't. I don't know. <laughs> I can't drink right now, I have to think. I have cherries. Pollocks to thought. Why didn't you say so, chum? Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Oh, Freudenberg. I hope you finish whatever you're working on soon. I miss your strong mechanic's arms holding me, and your greasy mechanic's jumpsuit smudging up my uniform. Very soon now, Miss Lily. Not to worry. Catherine Pride as Geist. I wasn't in an episode. Excuse me! Who wrote this? Justin Dobby as Volker. Not me. No, sir. Ma'am. Sir. I would have given you every other line. Yes, I would have. I don't believe you. Oh, fine. Don't believe me, then. See if I share my soup with you. I don't want any of your stupid soup anyway. Fine. Fine! You're all a bunch of weirdos. Back to eating for me. Oh, man. So good. MCRO Garcia as Nev. Oh, wait a minute. What happened? Oh. oh, man, I dropped the pan. Heaven, she's out cold again. Way to go, Joey. Ah, good show. <laughs> You're awfully handy with a pan. What'd I do? You're something else, Joey. Something else? Other than what? Why is everybody staring at me? Julie Goldstein as the robot. Uh, another robotless episode. That means this episode was not robo wonderful. Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Oh, sure, all things in their time, they tell us, but they repress us and keep us down. We are slaves to the man. What man? The stinking hairy flesh sack. You mean Frank? Hey. Kristen Bays as the Umket triplets. We sing, we dance, we wear skirts and not pants. We're from America, not France. Alicia Marie Barton as Esmeralda. Why, Mr. Scalzetti, you spilled all the masticholi all over the floor. Yeah, uh, sorry, toots. I can always make more. Would you? My pleasure. I'm in heaven. Michael K. Moss as Mrs. Scalzetti. What now? Ooh, baby! Ma! 
and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Not to worry, we'll get us products for infants too. There ain't gonna be no babies. Babies? Who's having babies? Nobody. This is Seth and I'm sure. Stay tuned next time as Ferdenberg's project is revealed only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by Umket Lorotan. Try it once and you'll be a big fan of Umket Lorotan. Umket Lorotan is not a pill, oil, or liquid. It's not a metal, a gas, or a crystal. It's not glass, wood, or stone. It's also not plastic, paper, sand, water, or naugahyde. Stay safe, America, and good night. Oh, my head. Wait, wait a minute. What happened? Huh? This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur. Umket Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.